cliffcentral.com. All right, it is time for Collectomania. This is one of our best things about the week, and it's one of our favorite things about a Monday morning. Collectomania is brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. And this morning, we are joined by Paulo Diaz, who you may know from that 80s show occasionally. He's also on the MKT show. He is... Uh, He's definitely well-known to the cliffcentral.com audience. No surprise, his collection has an 80s flavor to it. So Paolo is with us, and he collects Mad Magazines. How cool to, to collect something. I used to love oh, Mad Magazines. Nice. How's it, Paolo? How are you? Morning, guys. How are you doing? I don't know how I'm going to follow that little uh, morning dip conversation. I know. It's, <laughs> it's useful to know these things, man. You know? People, people have got to know. So listen, you actually collect a lot of things, but let's just start off with your Mad Magazine collection because that was an institution. Mad Magazine, uh, just to, to let people who don't know about the, the incredible story of Mad and, and the people who used to work there. I mean, it was the craziest collection of people in the world. These were real left thinking, uh, you know, whack job, um, humorous, hilarious, nutcase people they used to have cartoons in there stories parodies it was probably one of the most brilliant magazines that's ever been launched and i i kind of am sad when i think about it Can I, I get all nostalgic around mad magazines i used to love them how many of these have you got and when did it all start for you i've got about 120 odd wow um, sure. in various states of condition but most of them in pretty good condition and oh. i started and anyone that knows me will uh it makes total sense that I started collecting when I was about eight years old. <laughs> wow. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure in some miscreant uh, connection to my cousin, he had shown it to me. We've all got that older cousin that like leads you on the straight path. Um, but <laughs> the first time I remember buying one, October 1988, I went back to just make sure that was the right uh, 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 month. And I walked into the spa and I used to go to where the comics were and mm -hmm. I'd look for like Archie or Casper or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then there was this thing called Mad. I was like, oh, oh, it's, you know, I hope they fulfill on that promise. And there was a weird looking gawky kid and his head was too big and his ears were too big and it ate your heads too big and your ears are too big. And he goes, oh, I kind of look like that. There you go. And then I was just like, okay, I'm taking this. And it said cheap, you know, two rand fifty cheap. I was like, well, it's cheap. That's great. <laughs> and what caught me on this first edition was in it was um you remember that tv show alf from the 80s yes mm. right he it, it was this alien from a different planet he was yeah. kind of muppet looking yeah but his species ate cats yes and in it it's an alf's cat cookbook and i was like <laughs> oh, oh, i gotta see this not like i want to so eat cats, great. <sighs> and that was it that was just it it was i was just like subversive irreverent off-center not for eight-year-olds but i was like my pocket money from then on, every month. First thing I did, Mad Magazine. Oh, man. Yeah, I, mean, I remember I wasn't allowed to read, not not allowed, but I was discouraged from being interested in Mad Magazine because of my age. I remember they were. it was kind of like The Simpsons first coming out. It looked like something that was geared towards children just by the fact that it was animated, but it wasn't really. Um, I, I, yeah. was, I was such a fan of Mad Magazine. That guy on the cover is named Alfred E. Newman. And, uh, the, the, the authors of Mad Magazine is called that usual, they, they called themselves the usual gang of idiots. And 
those parodies like the Elf Cat Cookbook and they used to they used to take every movie that came out and make a mockery of it and they had brilliant artists doing the cartoons and the drawings and they used to make fun of everybody and everything politicians movie stars it was hilarious from cover to cover and i always remember like one of my favorite cartoonists used to be um he he used to do one of the cartoons in there, and, and every week or every month, because it came out monthly, I used to look for that cartoon. I just loved it, Paolo. Was it a, a UK or a US thing? US. So it was US. Um, came from New York, and and these were a bunch of guys who were they were uh, cartoon satirists in newspapers. Mm-hmm. They write political cartoons. A couple of them worked for Marvel and and whatnot, and they just found like, well, we've got this weird liberal voice. We've got nowhere to put it. And they just started this completely bonkers magazine. And the cool thing about it is that they remained lowbrow. And it was never, they never went after advertising money. They never, I mean, they printed in black and white on cheap paper until the 2000s, you know. And they invented the movie parody, basically. Um, And it was just, everything they did was just about, like, like Gareth says, everyone was fair game. And I think that's why they lasted for so long. Because it wasn't, there was... If there was anything that you go, oh, this is kind of misogynistic, the guy who was ogling the girl always came short. Yeah. If you're going, oh, well, this is kind of racist, no, but then they made fun of the other. It was just no one was spared in, in Mad Magazine. And I think when you're young, and this is the thing where <laughs> I say to people say, oh, you read it so young, I wasn't allowed or whatever. I said, it opened my mind up so much because it was my IMDb, it was my Twitter to see what trends were, it was my uh, BuzzFeed, it was my Urban Dictionary, it was everything that I didn't know wanted to be, even words, there were words in there that I was like, I don't know what those are, and it encouraged me to go explore what those words were. So it was this really silly little magazine, but I feel a lot of how I turned out and my interest in what I am and my general knowledge and my sense of humor were all created because of the silly little bad smelling thing absolutely. that I've got every month. Absolutely. I, I, and I loved the, it was the back cover that you would fold and then there'd be a, it was the back cover, right? You had a fold in and then it, what you'd do is you'd, you'd fold over the back cover and you'd be able to see a, a different sort of picture. It was hilarious. They'd do that. Have, have we got a picture of that? Hang on. Let me see this. Yeah, here we go. There's yeah. the, there's the back cover and you'd fold it and there'd be some funny thing going on there. Such a great I mean, idea. These things were, were genius, right? Works and, of and art. The only, the, the only high-end uh, piece of production in the whole magazine were the front cover and those back covers. If you would have noticed on those, mm. um, those fold-ins, mm. none of mine are folded. Yeah. Because you would have, I would have been a childhood murderer. Let's be honest. If you try to fold in, you can see I've kind of like, I figured out a way to see them without actually folding them. Yeah. <laughs> but there are Neanderthals out there who fold it. I was like, like a little bank pamphlet. I like, no, get out of my house. If you ever touch it, we are not friends. I've still got all of them that are pristine because there would be low, low level murder if you had, you uh, know what, them. Paolo, but that was genius. I reckon that your collection must be worth quite a lot of money then because you, they don't make Mad Magazine anymore. So there's already a value that's gone up there. Second of all, they never had an online version, and they're not going to. And I don't think you can buy online versions of it. So it makes it even more special. You say you didn't fold the back cover, so that makes them pretty pristine. Um, and you've got over a 100 of them, which is a substantial collection. It's not like you're just buying four or five. Have you, have you ever thought about what it might be worth? So here's the thing with Mad Magazine, right? They prime you that they crap. And they're rubbish and they're not worth anything. Hmm. They call themselves cheap. 
They say, we're not worth anything. Why are you wasting your time? There's better things to do. You should, should be in school. So in my mind, there's no value to them because they told me there's no value to them. Yeah. And when they started going, uh, there's a couple of my favorite covers. When they started going up and getting more expensive because of printing and they stopped uh, producing in South Africa, they had to be imported. I couldn't make that mental jump to spending money on a mad magazine because I'm like, this stuff is supposed to be rubbish. Why am I spending money? So in terms of value of the collection, I can't. And I don't think any true mad magazine fan would want to pay for it because by the same thing, it's rubbish and not worth anything. That's amazing. I'm so just, I'm just those looking, are my favorite covers. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at these now. So we've got the Michael Jackson cover where this little boy, Alfred E. Newman, standing right mm-hmm. next to Michael Jackson, which is hilarious because these guys really didn't care who they – they offended everyone, and, and they were poking fun at everybody, right? Spider-Man uh, 3, <laughs> and he also looks like Alfred E. Newman somehow. Who's that in the he toilet? He looks like he's, he's farting a string. Yeah, the, the actual uh, – unfortunately, they've got a glare on the picture. That's actually a Howard E. Stern one that I put in there for you, a oh, Howard wow. Stern one that I put okay. for you. Yeah, yeah. Because – that's where I learned Howard Stern, right? Because right. back then, at this time, he was Fart Man. So I was That's like, right. oh, age is old. This guy's Fart Man makes a superhero who farts. Mm-hmm. But then you learn who he is, and then you go, wow, I like that. And one day I would like to do something like he does. Uh, so, yeah, this is one of the people that Mad Magazine opened me, opened the world of to me. Then you've got a, a Yes We Can't, like an Obama parody, which is hilarious. And what is Stupid Teen? I don't think I ever saw that. Is that is that a special edition where they like have a go at, at, at teen magazines? Exactly that. So, I mean, they were phenomenal at parody. So they'd often do these like fake covers, and that was the back cover. Um, and exactly <laughs> that of all those Teen Beats and Tiger Beats magazines. Awesome. And, I mean, you can't read the copy too well on those photos. Uh, I don't know if I have any here, but – the little headlines on it are, are phenomenal. I mean, they're so clever, so witty. I mean, because you can see Will Smith and there's Vanilla Ice and Doogie Hauser. So you can imagine what they're saying about them. <laughs> then there's um, <laughs> another Batman parody down there. There's Seinfeld. That's hilarious. What is he saying to Alfred E. Newman? It, well, he's giving the hello, Newman, to hello, Alfred E. Newman. Newman. Oh, hello, Newman. <laughs> okay, and then we've got iPod, iTunes, obviously a rip into that, and, and uh, Steve Jobs. Uh, the Simpsons, and we'll get to The Simpsons in a second because that's another collection of yours. And then The Gremlins. So The Simpsons one is Matt Groening who created The Simpsons. He said right. he didn't feel they had made it until Mad Magazine spoofed it. Right. So he was like, that's when they knew they were cultural. And all of those, they're time capsules, right? Because yeah. in 60, 50, 60 pages – this is what we're listening to, what right. we are interested in, our movies, our TV shows, our fashion, and what we're taking seriously. And you can go through all of those and go, ah, I know where I was at this time. Oh, dude. And I don't think there's anything else out there that can capture it so quickly and make you realize, you know what? It wasn't that serious, and we got over it. And it's important to go, as long as we keep a sense of humor about stuff, It'll pass. Well, and, and that's another little lesson that I planted with me. Uh, Cunning Stunt says, definitely the best collectomania to date. People just love this collection. Uh, I have a few <laughs> mad magazines for sale if you're interested, says Stuart. Um, there are lots of people who just love this. So, Paolo, I mean, here's a question. When did, when did they stop and why did they stop with mad magazines? Do you know? Yeah, so South Africa stopped printing in 2009. Um, and that's sort of where my collection actually starts stuttering. Uh, they stopped fully in 2018 because they just couldn't afford to run it anymore. They sold out to Warner Brothers. Uh, mm. We tried to move them over from New York to L.A. That didn't work. 
But the big problem with Mad, and, and just to answer the question, they stopped publishing in 2018. Um, new editions. Right. Then they started doing like quarterlies and special editions. They still do a magazine now, but it's a compilation. So they will have themes and then they go back to the seventies and sixties and get articles and their best stories from the years and give you like a periodical. So the last one they did was kind of a Halloween one. So it was in October and they went back to the seventies to get all their great like Halloween content. The next one is a Batman one. Um, and I think they're going to do a spoof of the new Batman movie for that one, but as well as all the old Batman stuff. Mm. So that's what they still print now. They're online. They never adapted well to that. And the crazy thing with them is that there was never, I mean, the usual gang of idiots, as you mentioned, those guys were writing mad up until eight in the eighties. They never bought in much new talent, right? So here and then they'd bring people in to, you know, just keep on trend. But what happened is Mad Magazine inspired so many people. Mm. Who you go from anyone from Saturday Night Live to Seinfeld to yeah. In Living Color, Simpsons, Family Guy, The Onion, Funny or Die. Everybody goes, we loved Mad Magazine. We created our own version, but they also created it more friendly for modern media consumption where Mad Magazine just never successfully made the transition. So these people parodied Mad so well, they're producing Mad type content, but in you know more consumable modern media and i think they just couldn't keep up because they never took on advertisers um and rightly they said how can we go make fun of coke and then ask coke for money you know so they never there there were periods but they never like actively took on advertisers yeah and they just couldn't keep up with it so you know like all print unfortunately i'm glad they didn't disappear because they were canceled yeah it's just economics you know well i love i love the story that they you know they were bought up by warner brothers and of course when these big corporations take over these uh these genius creative outfits they always screw them up because the the bean counters come in and they try to justify uh, the the purchase and also mad magazine never sold out as you say they never sold out they were always there as a time capsule and almost like the the hilarious humorous conscience of what was going on in politics and society and entertainment Oh man, you've made me feel very nostalgic with all these mad magazines. I just, I absolutely love it. They're one of my favorite ones too on Collectomania. And we've had a couple of really interesting people on here. All right. But let's, let's also just talk about your, um, your Simpsons collection because you, you love the Simpsons. They've, there's so many seasons of that show. It just continues to be this incredible. I mean, we, we always joke about how The Simpsons has predicted everything, including coronavirus, right? But you're a massive Simpsons fan. So what kind of stuff have you found of, of, the, of the Simpsons? So Simpsons is like, it's, it's more like a in-my-head collection. Right. Um, and over the years, I've tried to grab as much, and things disappear. There's a weird thing that Simpsons merch was never big in South Africa for whatever reason. I, I, don't, I don't know why. Like, I know... A lot of my stuff, people go to Australia and bring me stuff was massive there. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. It just never really, really resonated. So, I mean, my stuff is like small and sporadic. I mean, I also collect um, Lego minifigures, those right. little weird yellow guys. Yeah. But what, 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 I think there's double the amount of minifigures in the world than there are people. So <laughs> they, they're, they're the biggest population on earth, right? So <laughs> Simpsons bought out, the, the Lego bought out this range of Simpson characters on those. So obviously I was obsessed and had to get all of those. Um, and then I was collecting the Simpsons DVD box sets for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you, early 2000s buying off eBay in South Africa was quite a story and probably the most expensive single purchase sure. I've ever made on the DVD. Yeah, yeah. And, and also to get them here, right? Because then you pay, 
you pay huge customs and then you hope that they get through the post office or if you've got a courier that the courier knows where to take them. It's hard. It's tough stuff, this. If, you, if you're a serious yeah, collector, these are major obstacles. Yeah, it was low level like uh, narco trafficking. I mean, I think it would have been easier to get coke in. Let's be honest. So <laughs> that's a that that's like a little bit of my collection. Um, I had I had a six pack of Duff beer, right? Oh wow! And it was apparently a legend. It was real Duff beer, but I left it. I was never going to drink it. They all just disappeared over the years. The liquid just disappears, it evaporates. Oh, I don't know if it was actual beer or oh wow, huh. yeah. Um, but that's like a little card container, but. The DVDs, right? So I was collecting each season on DVD mm-hmm. up until season 15. Then it became hard because then I think it just became expensive and they just stopped putting them out. But I think they, they screwed their own pooch in that one because you see that end one there that's kind of like a different box, right? So yeah. it was a lot more expensive and it was characters. So I think they went from 15 to 18 or 19 yeah. with the characters kind of having this weird 3D pop out, like, you remember going to like old granny's house that always had in, in Catholic house there, the, the Jesus mm. that was like out like that. Yes. <laughs> like that yes. Simpsons, right. But the problem was it was super expensive, almost double the price of the normal boxes, which are, are beautiful, right? Each one of those boxes comes with a little booklet. It's four or five DVDs. There's mm. like little stories inside. So they're really well crafted. They fold out They they're beautiful pieces. But when they made that crazy one that pops out, you couldn't store it anywhere. Yeah. So people are like, what the hell are we supposed to do? Like it doesn't right. stack. It doesn't fold. It, it's a mess. Oh. Um, <laughs> and that kind of started killing us. I mean, Simpsons on season 33, wow. but the furthest I can find on DVDs, I think is season 20. Um, but it's, hmm. it's hard. It's hard to get. And, and, and they're like limited prints and things like that. Um, uh, but those are just a couple of the ones that I threw in there. Cause I know, uh, um, there, there is a Simpson connection, uh, to it, but, Listen, I'm, I'm one just, of those idiots. So I'm looking at the little Lego guys in the front there because I love mm. this. So we've got Homer and we've got Marge and we've got Lisa and Maggie and Bart. And then we've got uh, – who else is there? We've got the, – Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm missing Bart and you can't find him. Oh. He is like – that. You can't that like that's gold. You cannot find it. Really? Um, but yeah, the yeah yeah. The, so that's you got Mister Mister Burns. So okay, I recognize Mister Burns. Apu Nahasapima Petalon. I see Krusty the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> I see um, Ned Flanders, uh, Groundsman mm. Willie. Uh, yeah. Who else have we got there? There's the Doctor, Doctor Hibbert. There's Professor Fink, Doctor Hibbert. Uh, there's Hans Mormon in there, and then there's Chief Wiggum, comic Chief book Wiggum. guy, Santa's <laughs> Law Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great! Oh my god, I love so this. So I've got, I've got those mini figures. I've got, <laughs> I've got. They're all behind me there, but I've oh, got wow. DC superheroes. I've got. That's so cool. Uh, man. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a grown man who likes collecting little yellow people. I don't know what this is about. <laughs> What's the difference? So, so you, if you were a billionaire, you'd be buying, you know, Picasso artworks. This is what you collect. It's the same. I, I really do believe. Yeah. Uh, collectors, it, it's a gene. Some of us just have this gene. We want to collect things and you collect whatever you love. The, the Simpsons and, the, and Mad Magazine. I think this is amazing. So you and I could talk about and this it, for years. I know. And Never I think what the similar thing is, I think the similar thing is, I think, I'm sure with you, so many of your references in life came from these two silly oh, things. Oh, hell yes. And it has to be. has mm. to be. And people will say, oh, Mad Magazine was better when I was young, or The Simpsons were better when I was young. It's like, no, it's still good. It just made more sense to you then because mm. it was your time. Right. It was you discovering the world, and they were helping you discover it. They're sure. still excellent. Absolutely. It's just it's not 
it's moved from you. Yep. It's for somebody else now. So let them have it. Well, while we're talking about the Simpsons, and and since this is uh, something that we do with Collectomania, we 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 have been working with the uh, Scoin Shop and the South African Gold Coin Exchange. Take a look at this, Paolo. They have got a Homer Simpson gold coin, and uh, this is for real. This is absolutely incredible. I thought you might like this. Um, just so that you know, the Perth Mint released the Homer Simpson 2020 one ounce gold coin. As an extremely limited edition, there are only 5,000 coins minted. It makes it the uh, highly collectible and one of the most sought-after coins. This coin is currently sold out, and the coin currently uh, depicts the iconic catchphrase of Homer Simpson's dough together with a half-eaten sprinkled glazed donut. Isn't that awesome? Don't you love that? Um, So these are actual gold coins they've made. So on one side, it's got the queen... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and on, on the other side, it's got a Homer Simpson. Oh, I just love this. It's so cool with Matt Groening's signature. So you, you can get all kinds of things. And I want you to go and check out what else they have at the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. Coins are fun. They're collectible. They're appealing. They're modern. You can find coins for almost every kind of collector. And I encourage you to go and check out what they've got there because you will find something that you just love. And uh, you can find out more by going along to scoinshop.com. That's coin shop with an S at the front of it, scoinshop.com. Or you can find them on the 12th floor of Tower 2 at the Mark in Santon from the 15th of December. That's their new premises. From the end of this week, you'll be able to go and find them there as well. So just in case you were wondering, there is more to collect than you even thought. I love it. I, I can't wait for the Simpsons episode where they spoof themselves for getting a coin. Oh my god! Other <laughs> when they get meta, it's such a um, it's such a clever show though. And e- each of those characters, I mean, I'm kind of sad that they had to cancel Apu because you know mm. he was too stereotypically Indian or whatever it might have been. You know, he had the shop and everything else. Because that th- that show also everybody kind of identifies with one of the characters. Who do you who do you identify with the most? You know, it's so funny because you start identifying as Bart and you become Homer. So it's like, I don't know if that's your, like, that's your timeline. That's your life cycle. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely the, the, the smoking aunts. Oh yeah. Oh yes. The ones who've got the really deep voices. Selma and Thelma. Yes. Who are, who are you, Gareth? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Mr. Burns. <laughs> I sometimes I sometimes find myself because I get this. Excellent. I've got a friend. I've got a friend called uh, Alex, and he and I uh, often joke because he he was a big Simpsons fan too, and uh, he he goes excellent whenever something really really good happens or if I make a good suggestion. He goes excellent, just like Mr. Burns. So maybe he's more <laughs> Mr. Burns than me. I think maybe. Uh, who do I like? I like all the characters. I mean, I think they're all brilliant. Comic book guy is just great, except I don't really identify with him, but he's hilarious. Um, also, the poli- who's the mayor? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, um, he yes. To- talks like Ted mayor, Kennedy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's it. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. I, I can't remember what his name is. I like him. Um, Quimby. Quimby. Ma- Ma- mayor Quimby. Mayor, mayor Quimby. Uh, people of... Uh, what's the place of Springfield? Uh, we are uh, gathered here to vote for me in this election at City Hall. That kind of thing. And they were so clever. Every every episode of that show is just amazing. How about you, Mbulelo? You a fan? Uh, big time. Uh, but Bart, absolutely. Like uh, I, I like a bit of rabble rousing. So Bart mm. Simpson, just all-timer. Yeah. All-timer. 
from the beginning. And and he's also got like that edge to make uh, to to bully his friends a little bit. I kind of like that. I love that. <laughs> well, I Paolo, love that about Bart uh, Simpson. This is such a great collection, dude. I just love it to pieces. It's awesome. It makes me smile. It's uh, it's the perfect way to uh, to to wrap up Collectomania for this week. Mad Magazine and The Simpsons. How awesome! And if you want to know more, you can also get hold of the Scoin Shop to find your own collectible. Go along and get that ASAP. It's also a nice uh, idea for Christmas. And uh, are you missing, besides the Bart Lego Man, uh, are you missing anything that you really want for Christmas in your collection? So, like, I'm really easy. So if somebody, here's a, a hint to any of my family listening. I found a secret stash at Emerentia Botanical Gardens. There's this weird little shop on the corner yeah. that he has mad magazines, Right. And I saw a couple of there that I don't have. So anybody that knows me, just pop in there. There's some American prints in there. Go in and grab that. Um, anything. Uh, I'll nice. take anything at this point. And anyone selling, because I know after this, people always pop up. Oh, my parents are moving our family house. I found some old ones. And, oh, I've mm-hmm. got this. Get in touch with me. I'll take them. I'll yeah, you'll take, take them off. Of you. Yeah, there we go. I love <laughs> it. All right, that is Collectomania for this week. Uh, Paolo Diaz, thanks so much, dude. It's good to see you. And you can catch more of Paolo on the MKT show and on that 80s show and find out more about his interests. I mean, listen, this is uh, this all it all it comes together. Mad Magazine, The Simpsons, the 80s show, uh, the MKT show. It all sounds good. Lovely to have you on. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you, Paolo. Cheers. And that is a wrap on today. We will see you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., bright and early. Have an excellent day in the company of cliffcentral.com or any other great podcasts which you can find, uh, including all of our series that are on the go at the moment. Collectomania brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. You can check them out online at scoinshop.com. Cliffcentral.com.